welcome to episode four of the Bucks UK podcast and today we are talking about uniforms or kits or jerseys as uh, us Brits like to call them instead. Uh, we're very fortunate that in America you only get a new kit every four or five years whereas in the UK for the soccer teams you get one every new year to, uh, to keep splashing out on. Um, this week we have um, two new hosts joining us um, alongside David and myself we've got Gary and Tim um, Gary, do you want to introduce yourselves to us? Because you're one of our uh, longest standing members, aren't you? Um, yes, I believe I am. Uh, my name's Gary Botterley. Uh, on the forum, I'm uh, the judge. Um, yeah, longest, one of the longest serving, not the longest serving, certainly. I think that honour falls to Phil McKenzie. Uh, I joined in 1986. So you've had more suffering than anyone ought to have in their whole lifetime. Uh, I've had a lot of suffering. The first year uh, when I saw them play for the first time in 85, they finished 2-14. and 14. So uh, that you know, just pain. about sums it up. After that, Greg Ciano is a walk in the park. And, uh, and Tim, uh, tell us about how you and your lovely lady wife found the club. Yeah, we seem to travel in pairs everywhere. <laughs> I came myself and been going to Bucks games in 92. And gradually over the next few years, we, we, we picked up with some Brits who were going to games and eventually met Mr. Jones through that process. And basically since 97, the club has helped me and Kay form our holiday for home games, road trips. Um, and it's been a fantastic relationship. Um, you guys are great to me, but also fantastic with Kay whenever we come to any events. Fantastic. And David, maybe just introduce yourself as everyone knows you again. Hi, yeah, I'm David Cambridge. So I help run the club. I look after the um, the Facebook um, stuff and also the interaction with the Bucks front office. I've been to probably about 50 to 60 Bucks games and over 70 NFL games in total. So a regular traveller across the pond. Again, some good battle scars there. And actually, we were talking of games. Last week, we were you, on the last podcast, we were talking about the schedule. And obviously, we, uh, we didn't have your predictions there. But do you think the members got the, uh, the predictions right for the schedule? Yeah, I think overall, um, slightly cautious in some areas. But look, at the end of the day, we all want a winning season. And I actually loved the positivity coming out of our fans. And well, why not? You know, we've had a, a fantastic off-season. Let's hope we take that positivity into the season. We all know we need a big winning season. And really, anything 11 and 5 or better is going to be great for the Bucks this year. Um, the real thing is going to be the divisional battles, particularly with the Saints. Um, that is really going to decide how the season goes, I think. Well, one battle that I think we will win is the best dressed team. So, uh, you know, any Bucks fan worth his salt knows that the team have got some new uniforms. Uh, I've just got a screen grab just to, in case you've been living in a cave in Uzbekistan uh, for the last few years. Um, these are our new kits. Uh, three kits, uh, as is the one. I think that's probably about selling the, uh, keeping the merch going. A uh, new home kit, or is it the old home kit? I mean, we'll come on and talk about that. Uh, the away kit, I love their bottom right. Tom Brady, completely professional modelling in the zone, calling an audible to the photographer. And, uh, and then, of course, the, uh, the pewter alternate kit. So that's the kit. I mean, Tim, when you first saw the kit, what did you think? First up, I was really grabbed by it. I, I thought we were paying homage back to the Super Bowl era by hitting the red and the white. But the kit that really grabbed me this year, and I think has grabbed a lot of fans, not just in the UK, but from what I see in the US with all the back fan clubs, is the pewter shirts. That They are 
absolutely immense. And I've certainly put on my shopping list for when I get to the States this year, a new Pewter Devon white shirt to wear. That kit has really grabbed me. It's much more powerful than the previous Color Rush shirt, which were, I thought was just a bit bright and garish. But I, I believe with the three kits, they've got it absolutely right. And the, the main thing they've done is get rid of those awful numbers. What do you think, Gary? Do you think it was time for an update then after the numbers or the last kit? Uh, absolutely. Yes, um, I completely agree with everything that Tim's just said. Um, the the numbers were awful. As soon as they brought that kit out, the uh, the every every comment you heard was negative, particularly about the numbers. So uh, yeah, it's it was absolutely time for a change. So do you think the new kit works? works fantastically well whereas last time all the response that we saw was negative this time it was overwhelmingly positive and as Tim has just said uh, the pewter particularly uh, has gone down a storm uh, I've even bought one myself not that I have it on tonight but uh, I was gonna say if you've got it and it's arrived it definitely isn't legit <laughs> Uh, no, it hasn't arrived yet, which is why I don't have it on tonight. I think they're going to be coming in time for the Super Bowl. Yeah, you might stand <laughs> more chance of me bringing you one back, Gary. <laughs> you could be right. Yeah. Now, I mean, we, we're talking a lot about the pewter, but actually, a lot of people, when we, when there was a, you know, when there were leaks and fake leaks and you know, leak leaks, and people were thinking about creamsicle and the orange and the Florida orange. Mm. People thought that might be. Um, something I really loved in the last kit, that little fleck of orange, uh, yeah. just that little sort of homage in the same way, you know, in the, in the flag, we've got the orange and kind of the orange is missing. I mean, it's around the numbers, I guess. David, I mean, do you think what, when they were thinking, do you think they, they were weighing up? Do we want the Super Bowl uniform? Do we want the, uh, the Florida orange stuff? What do you think? I think it's all about the feel-good factor and everything else. It's all about winning and it's taking the bucks back to the days when we recognised as actually a solid team, a winning team, and we had an identity, a positive identity. You think back of the likes of the All-Stop, um, Barber, Brooks, Lynch, those sort of guys. That's the feel we need to get back in Tampa. Um, the Crimson Girl, everyone was saying about it, actually, but look, let's be honest, that's about losers. Let's stick <laughs> with winners. We're going to win this year. We're going to go out there in our red shirts and we're going to do some business. So I think, absolutely, I'm right behind the shirt choice that they've gone for. I'm sending Hardy Nickerson around to your house telling him that you called him a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also worth also saying that don't forget the branding as well. The red is the Glazers brand. They brought the uniform, the changing colour, away, and I don't see them really going back. That's the level that they've set in Tampa, and they want to stick to that. So I'm not surprised that they didn't go back to the, the old colours. That's actually a really good point. And for, for the uh, the uniform geeks amongst us, it's actually a different shade of red. So the the, the Bucks flag, isn't it, that we're all sat uh, in front of, has actually changed colour. It's got a little bit darker. Um, and of course, the pewter isn't the old pewter. Apparently, they can't, you know, the, the old pewter was sort of um, kind of glittery. I mean, I wouldn't, again, if a player was next to me, I wouldn't say the, the pants were glittery. Uh, but kind of, it, it was much more shiny and sort of iridescent. And what we've got now is much more matte. Um, I have to say, I, I, I kind of the pewter to me is what makes us special. There are so many teams that are playing red, um, 
you know but i think for me it's i think the pewter is what makes this what makes it interesting i mean did it, did any of you watch the video when it came out so obviously the, the video came out before the the brady and the gronk pictures so we had i think it was devin white uh chris godwin was it mike evans or levante david i can't remember sort of all, all posing in them all so, so much so that obviously chris godwin was in the number 12 shirt at the time yes what, what was your reaction when you saw the video tim the, the video I thought was fantastic. It 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 showed basically our up up and coming stars. We 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 had three people there who were superstars and potential superstars in this league, and they were portrayed superbly in those uniforms. They look aggressive and ready for action. Whereas as Dave highlighted, the creamsicle would have been a poor poor choice if we'd gone back to those days. Um, Peter, I can still remember listening to the video now when Peter Power was launched back in the 1990s and Peter Power is born. I'm really glad we're back to that superb red and pewter uniform. So quick straw poll, Gary, which one or ones are you buying? Uh, pewter. David, what are you going to get? Red. You're going to get a Tim? I'm going to go both red and pewter. Oh, I like your style. And I'm, I'm pewter through and through. So that's, yeah. that's, that's, I think that's really interesting. I, I've got so, to have the traditional red. Cool. So we're going, to, um, we're going to come back and talk more about the uniforms a little bit later. We've, we've had a members survey as to you know, ranking the all-time uniforms. So um, as well as uh, these guys talking about the uniforms, we obviously asked our members what they thought. And uh, on the forum, we've had some really great comments. Uh, so this was Andy Brown. He said, all look decent. A bit disappointed they've not gone creamsicle, but I like that it's back to the red I first saw the bucks in. So uh, clearly that's someone who's been suffering for a long, lot less than you, Gary. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, next up we had John Zinkus, uh, who's made, obviously made some good comments because he gets a repeat, repeat, repeat appearance here. So he said he's very pleased with them. I didn't particularly like the 2014 change, digital numbers, etc. So going back to the kit we wore when we actually won stuff is a big yes from me. So again, a lot of people talking about those alarm clock numbers. I must admit, they weren't my favourite, but they did grow on me. They, they were okay, but if you're there, they're very difficult to read on from the stands. Yeah, yeah. And so um, Wayne Skelton Huff, Cambridge Bucks fan on the forum. Uh, and I'm not even going to pretend to guess, uh, Wayne, which one of your sons that is, but it's one of your sons. Um, so only a minor change to the helmet and the old style shirts with the newer pirate ship. I think on balance, that is a huge improvement. I'm going to wait for the custom shirts to be available. Definitely be a future shirt for me. So this is probably why they're so long arriving, because everyone wants one. Uh, and then the last one we've got is from Glenn Sherwin, one of our newer members. Stunning new uniforms. I voiced my dislike of the old one on here at the time. I think I was in the minority. I have to say it did grow on me though, but I don't think you can beat the classic simplified look. Would love to have seen the creamsicle creep back, hopefully next season. As for Atlanta, lol. And actually, yeah, obviously we're not the only club that's um, gone for some new uniforms. Uh, what do you guys think of the Atlanta ones? Awful. Without swearing. I don't, think you, I don't think you want to know what most people think of theirs. <laughs> yeah. That just makes me like ours even more. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. Oh, so um, we'll come back to uniforms a bit later because we've um, had a members poll. We've asked you to rank all of the uniforms of all time for the Buccaneers and we'll be unveiling the results of that shortly. Uh, but first of all, a bit of an update in terms of club news. David, since the last podcast, we've had our AGM, haven't we? We, uh, we had a screenshot. It's like a, a sort of like that mugs gallery from the usual suspects. But uh, tell us what happened at the AGM, David. 
I thought it was a really great evening and I'd certainly like to thank all the members that actually got involved on the day. Um, it really well. I mean, we had 43 members that joined the event one way or other, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, so we all grasped in technology and it actually made it into a really good, fun evening. Um, so the meeting went really well. Um, and most importantly, it was just lovely to put faces to so many people that we don't see very often. We um, speak to people constantly on the forum. We know their, uh, their names and their tags and who they like, who they don't like. And we've shared a lot, but actually to share um, the evening with them actually was just a wonderful event and certainly something that we're going to look to do. We had our first forward. ever digital quiz, which we some did, people yes. got to work very well, didn't they, Gary? I thought the quiz was absolutely fantastic. I'd like to congratulate Dave for putting it together. I thought the questions were superb. Uh, any, any reason why you feel that way? Uh, no, nothing in particular. No, uh, I just enjoyed, I just enjoyed the evening as a whole. You and Tim, Tim, you weren't so enamoured with the quiz, were you? Why was that? Uh, I kept on getting disconnected, but I think that had something to do with the internet in Wales at the time. Um, so for our American friends, we will have some subtitles coming up at due course. I think Absolutely. Tim, Tim is making excuses, <laughs> I do believe. Yes, I've got, I got to say, Gary's knowledge on the night was just a bit better than mine. So fantastic. So the, the, obviously with the AGM as well, we have some various bits of this serious bit. We present the club accounts, we run through the new members and go through the constitution and things like that. Um, but that's kind of, that's the official bit because we obviously we're transparent and open. And, um, but then the, uh, onto the more fun bit is competition time. Um, and David, we've got some competitions coming up that we run each year, haven't we? Uh, do you want to just say a couple of bits about the competitions? Yep, so we have our annual prediction competition, which is open to all the competitions are open to all of our members. The annual prediction competition, where we look at how well we're going to do as a team over the year, attendance levels, um, number of points scored, etc., which is a really big run, and we have some amazing prizes for that. We obviously run our own members' fantasy football leagues. Um, we have a, a winner's knockout. Um, competition that we run through each week you have to pick a winning team and you stay in until you get knocked out um, and if we clear that cricket enough then we go on to a loser's version but again they're always great fun for all of our members and something that actually everybody can join in and do you don't need to have a massive depth for football to be able to actually get involved and do it and then of course we have regular weekly competitions based on what the the upcoming game that weekend um, and it could be a prediction on the score number of points scored um, various things that Kieran can normally do to uh, stifle the bucks that week. Whatever I do, if I could collect, you get a pick rushing yards, you guarantee all the running backs are going to break their leg on the first play. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if you're thinking about joining and you're not sure, you're about to enter Competition Central. So now is the time to sign up. Um, and speaking of members and signing up, um, we've got a, a few videos from some of our members that we've been sending in. If you want to say hello, you want to give us a message, um, you can WhatsApp uh, your video message to 07311 212713. Alex is editing this week, so you're going to have to try and do the magic down there somewhere. And Or you can, you can email it to mail at bucksuk.org, or you can just um, send it to us via message on Twitter, or you can, or any of the socials, as I gather the, the youth now call it. Um, and you can, yeah, just get in touch with us, send us your messages. And uh, now we're going to hear from a couple of our members. Hi, my name is Phil Adams. Um, 
I've been a Bucks supporter since the late 80s when I first visited Tampa on a family holiday. Uh, visited the old sombrero and I must have been hooked ever since. Um, first became aware of the Bucks UK fan club uh, back in 2015 when I became a member. It really is, it's a fantastic club. Um, I really would strongly recommend anyone who is either a Bucks, Bucks fan or an American football fan just to join up with the Bucks UK fan club. It's a great place. Um, you meet so many wonderful people. Uh, we have weekly competitions um, that give everyone the opportunity to win great prizes. Um, plus, as well, uh, we have a re great relationship with the Bucks UK, with the Bucks franchise itself, uh, which is amazing and give you so many opportunities. Um, for instance, if you're out in Tampa, you can actually visit and arrange to visit uh, one Buck place and have a tour around, which you know we did a few years ago and was a great, great thing to do. It really was, and something that literally just money can't buy. Um, so I really would recommend everyone join up. Um, I've got my wife Donna, I've got my youngest son Daniel and my eldest son Harry, uh, we're all Bucks fans, um, but uh, mainly Harry who is uh, um, a, you know, a lifelong fan, um, he and myself we like to try and get to one Bucks game every year, uh, whether that's at home in Tampa or uh, an away game, uh, but one thing's for sure, whenever you're there meet up with other Bucks fans, uh, Bucks UK fans and it really is a great time. Uh, best thing about the club, I'd say, is probably the opportunity to meet up with everyone. It really is a fantastic place. Everyone's so friendly and really is a great, great club. I guess my biggest regret as a Bucks fan is never, ever going along to the Super Bowl. I've got the hat, uh, but unfortunately, I never actually made it to the game. My wife said, go, you've got to go. You might never get back there. And I said, no, nah, we'll be back there next year. That's fine. I won't go. And lo and behold, here we are sitting many, many years later and still not got back. Uh, so I just pray as we move into this season, as we've gone all out, win now, Tom Brady, the Gronk, everyone else. And with the weapons that we've got, I really do think that we have got the best chance to go far that we've had in years. Uh, defense on the rise, uh, offense, all the weapons, Godwin, Evans, uh, hopefully running back cements itself with Ronald Jones again being a lot better this year and the new guy as well. Uh, really do have high hopes. So anyone, anyway, Bucks UK, I really would recommend everyone join up. American football fans, Bucks UK fans, everyone should join up because it really is a wonderful club. And thanks very much for everyone. Kieran, Dave, Phil, uh, all the guys that run it, you do an absolutely wonderful job. Thank you. Cheers. Hi Bucks UK, Renzo here from the Cayman Islands. I'm sure you guys are just as excited as we are here for the upcoming season. A couple questions for you. Who do you think will lead the Bucks in TDs this season? And do you think Tom Brady has a pretty good chance for 4,000 yards or maybe even 5,000 yards? Thanks a lot Bucks UK. Go Bucks! Welcome back, and I hope you enjoyed those videos. So as I say, please do keep your member videos coming in. It's really nice that everyone gets their few seconds of fame. Um, and now on to what our members thought about the uniform. So we've heard from our, our esteemed co-hosts here, but let's be honest, their opinion doesn't really count for diddly. So uh, it's kind of, we wanted to find out what you guys thought. 
And just to confuse things even more, we ma I managed to pick out 19 different variations to the Bucks uniform. Um, you know, I think we missed out a few sock colors and, and cleat combinations, but generally speaking, that's kind of the ones we got. Um, so we ran an online survey and we had about, about 30, 35 members, I think, respond. Um, I should say, before I show the results, uh, we've got some really good, um, really good pictures of the uniforms. Uh, there's a website called the Gridiron Uniforms Database, and there's a chap called Bill Schaefer that runs that. He's actually, um, although he does it for the whole of the NFL teams throughout the whole of history, I mean, it's, it's amazing and encyclopedic. He actually lives not far from Tampa. Um, and he's, he gave us his little vote. He said, if, if the Bucks can't win in the Super Bowl uh, uniforms, they're doing something wrong. So I think he was, uh, so very, thank you very much to him for letting us use uh, his visuals. That's very much appreciated. And if you head over to gridiron-uniforms.com, you'll see exactly all the good work that he's done. Before we go into all of the uniforms, you know what I'm like and a bit of a stats geek. I thought I'd give you a rundown. So one to 19 down the left-hand side is the rankings. So number one is the top voted uniform, which we'll come on to work out what it actually is. And down the bottom is how, what the average ranking was out of 10. I thought it was really interesting. So because once we start whistling through the uniforms, we'll them. but if you look right down the bottom, there's some there where it's like four, 4.73, you know, some uniforms that, you know, comparatively were rather unpopular. But then you've got this whole chunk of uniforms in the sort of, in the six zone. And you'll see they're really closely scored. Uh, and then we got to some sevens at the top. <clears throat> but the thing that shocked me the most, the winner, 8.7 out of 10 on average, um, there is definitely a winner. Um, and we will see what that winner is. So <clears throat> without any further ado, we'll start in. It's like, um, like the top of the pops. I should play some nice sort of music around that. Um, we're doing them two at a time. And you'll see why we're doing two at a time because of those ratings. So in at the bottom of the charts, number 19 and number 18, both of the, I've called it third generation uniform because I couldn't think what to call it. Don't worry, if anyone's interested in the graphs at the bottom, you can see the spread of how the, the percentage vote of all the members. But yeah, so the, the, the bottom, the worst uniforms are, are the alarm clock home and away. Um, what do you reckon, guys? That, that tallies with what you said. Pretty much sums it up, yeah. Absolutely, it does. I kind of like the red one, though. I must admit, I hate white pants. I just yeah. think the red colour rush might have got there at the bottom. That was pretty horrible. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, we, I think we all agree with those. Fairly down the bottom. And then uh, number 17 and number 16. No surprises. I'm afraid we're back with the alarm cock colours. So now we've got the away uh, kit with the pewter pants. And then the home kit. I, I must admit, I thought that, that would do better than the number 16. Of all of the variations, I thought that was the best. Everybody talks about the numbers. Yeah. I think the members are sending a message to uh, to the team here with this um, yeah. this result. It was not popular. Oh, this is it. this is sad. Okay. So then number fifteen and number fourteen, we're into the new uniforms already, which really shocked me. Really? So number fifteen, we've got the Super Bowl thirty seven era, all white. And then at number fourteen, we've got the new uniforms with the home shirt. I mean, what's going on there? It's close. I mean, what, what do you think it is? I think it's the white pants and making the whole difference to that uniform. If you put a pewter uh, trousers on it, much different result. And I'd be I interested would, to see how that comes out. I was just going to say the same thing. The reason it's up there is because it's not pewter. And I don't know the result of this poll, obviously. 
but I'm going to stick my neck out, probably not too far, and say <laughs> the pewter's right at the top. Well, that, well, that we can't, we're going to spoil us. I'm the only one that knows. So I think you're right. There's something definitely about the white game pants that people don't like. I think, I think you know, when we're away, it doesn't look special, does it? There's no reason why we couldn't be wearing a different colour as the bottoms. Other teams do. Yeah. Just reminds me of watching Leeds United. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry about worse. that. So that was 15 and 14. Uh, then next up the charts, we've got 13 and 12. Number 12 is the first time that the original uniforms uh, feature in our charts. And again, number 13, it's the Super Bowl era uniforms with the white pants again. It's white pants. Yeah, it's really it's white pants. And I must admit, I think in terms of the creamsicle uniforms, I've just got so many bad memories of us playing on the road. Uh, normally blending in with the snow on these uniforms. Yeah. It's showing your age now, Kieran. <laughs> I am indeed. So yeah, so getting close to the top 10, we'll start talking a little bit more about these ones because they're a bit more interesting. So again, this was shocking me. Number 11, the new uniforms, all white, only ranked 11. I mean, don't get me wrong, the score's now are really tight. This, is, this middle bunch is really close together. But the new uniforms, all white. And then on the right-hand side, just edging into the top 10, the Colour Rush uniforms. I mean, Tim, you love the Colour Rush, don't you? Uh, I, I don't particularly, even though it's red and for Wales, I should love that. I think that is an horrendous kit. Hasn't your I wife really, got uh, one of them? She has indeed. And I believe she's actually outside <laughs> wearing the Jameis Winston version. But she's got is, the pants. <laughs> she <laughs> hasn't, unfortunately. <laughs> well, that's um, it. It's, it's, a, it's not the shirt. It's the shirt and the It's the a combination. It's combination. The combination. Do you remember the ketchup bowl? Oh, yeah, the condiment bowl, wasn't it? We were playing the Rams. <laughs> the Rams. They were all in yellow. Ketchup versus mustard. Yeah. See, I, I, I have to disagree. I thought the, the red colour rush was, was fantastic. I really did. I'm, I'm actually looking at a colour rush, Jameis Winston, now. Yeah. Uh, that's at the other side of my man cave. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, again, Gary, the shirt is fine, but the combination is wrong. But that's the whole point, isn't it? It's the colour yeah. rush. Yeah, that's but the whole point. That's why they did it. They've taken out every other color, and it's and just pure red. And from I, what I, just I gather the great. players, the players really hate wearing a kit that hasn't got some white around the socks, even though the socks are two colors. I I, I remember this when it first came to uh, playing myself, and I tried to buy some white socks. Uh, sorry, some black socks. Um, and they said, you have, can't have black socks. You have to have either white socks or black socks with a white bottom. So it looks like they've got like a little pair of sports socks on. If you look at all the uniforms, they have this white bit near the bottom of the socks. And apparently that's really important to the players. I have no idea I why. Never noticed that, Kieran. Mm. Oh, you well, did you say go. you were a bit of a geek, Kieran. <laughs> Not as much <laughs> of a geek as these looks, guys. For someone that looks to get the socks as well, my bad. Yes. Well, we should say, shouldn't we? Angles. Speaking of looking good, I'm going to stand up. Uh, but by best model, we have new club T-shirts, nice. which obviously on you will look much better than they look on me. Um, so very, very soon, uh, these will start appearing, I think, to purchase and also as prizes. Um, so watch this space because uh, they're going to go like hotcakes. I think they're looking rather good. Okay, so now we're into the top ten, and we have. The new uniforms, away pewter, and the Super Bowl 37 era, away pewter. So again, you know, you can see why I did them now in pairs. What's that about? 
Is this something to do with the white shirts? White being plain and ordinary and nothing particularly special about it? Could be. Well, it could be that you know, the, the fans weren't used to seeing their teams as much in a way, maybe. Possibly. The, the one thing I would say is white pewter, black, then white, somebody's a bit colorblind. <laughs> you, you, Kay wouldn't let me go out dressed like that. <laughs> it's, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Again, I just, you know, I've, so I've got a white um, all-stock jersey, um, which I think would fit him. It's ridiculously oversized because uh, that, hey, that's the way the Reebok uniforms lined up. But um, you know, I, I kind of really like the white. There's something about, I don't know, the game pants just look sloppy and messy when they get dirty. But when a jersey gets dirty, it kind of looks like you've been bruising through the backfield or something. No, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just you. Fair enough. Uh, so we're heading up the charts. Um, by process elimination, can you think what's still left? What, what haven't we had so far? Well, we haven't got the pewter rush yet, and we haven't got the main Super Bowl no. uniform. So th these are uh, your one and two, I would believe. Oh, okay. Oh. So seven and six, it's the cream to clear oh. Now, I was personally really disappointed to see the, the mid-90s one to be so, so, sort of, um, so low down. So, again, I, I mentioned Hardy Nickerson earlier. This was, you know, what, what Lynch got drafted into. This is what Barber was playing in. This, this, kind of, this was the turning point of the club for me. Yeah. And to see that there, I thought it looked, I thought it looked fantastic. You know, rumour has it that um, when Sam Wacky Weish was already, you know, going halfway out the door, he tried to make the team play in both the orange pants and the orange jerseys uh, apparently in the locker room just went you know said yeah. no way um, in other yeah. words that we it's it's, uh, it's not a rumor here and it actually happened and the, the it was warren sapp who put mm. his foot down and said it's not happening i kind of think that would have looked great though <laughs> it's a combination they never used yeah perhaps when you when you're the size of warren sapp i suspect <laughs> it probably wouldn't look quite as great Fair point, fair point. And then, so number number six is the original creamsicle. Um, so it's a slightly darker, uh, more sort of Florida orange than it is um, ice confectionery bar. Of the creamsicles, that was the best look. That's the one with sort of James Wilder on the highlight yeah. table. Yeah, by, Williams, by a long way, that was the so best man. look. Again, but, and then that's the cutoff, isn't it? So we're actually, we're into the seven out of tens now. And again, if you look at the, the member votes underneath, you know, the 3% is kind of one person. But, you know, more, you know, so many people gave it, you know, a, a sort of high mark. Actually, I think, you know, there's a lot of affection still going for that orange. Yeah. In at number five and the number four, it's Creamsicle again in both cases. Number five is the Creamsicle Classic. Um, so that's the one after they had that darker orange, it went slightly lighter in shade for, for most of the most of the time period. Um, and then number four, um, it's all, it looks the same apart from the socks, but when they saw them on the field, it was not the same. That was the throwback one. And again, I've, I, I you know, my name's Kieran Himes and I have a Josh Freeman throwback jersey in my wardrobe. Um, that colour bears no resemblance to anything the Bucks ever played in. I can't comment on either of those. Neither of them do anything for me at all. I had a look at Blunt one of those. Which um, I, back. Yeah. The most useful time for it was I went to a Denver game. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, my original book shirt was actually that colour. Uh, it was uh, didn't even have a name on it. Number 32, James Wilder. Yeah. I mean, that, I think the creamsicle throwback, the throwback one, because that was the first time the Bucks had ever really paid homage, wasn't it, to the... So the, was it was it the, the Packers the first time they wore it? I can't remember. Um, I think we got a win out of it. 
um, kind of that was the one that actually was the first time we were willing to admit. Do you know what we we played in this previously? Previously, and and we're not you know it's part of our heritage and we're not embarrassed about it anymore. And that's we should never get rid of that image because yeah, yeah. you're right. It's our first kit, so you've got to think that's our history. And you've also got to figure that that at some point they will bring it back to play a throwback game in it again. Yeah. It's only the the single helmet rule that stopped it so far. Mm. So if Which they change that they rule, changed? which apparently yes. they are, yes. then then I can see them bringing that uh, that kit back for Because other again. teams like the the Steelers or the Packers or others, they just took the decals off, didn't they? And I've got to say, compared to some of those Steeler throwback uniforms, that's oh. actually pretty good. The bumblebees. The, the bumblebees. bumblebees. Yeah. <laughs> I love the bumblebees. Yeah. <laughs> Probably why I shouldn't be trusted to vote in this. <laughs> so, you know, so we've got three left. So can you work out which three there are? Well, well the all, pewter all, all pewter. The Super Bowl. All pewter, the Super Bowl, and the new home uniform. The new, yeah. So yeah. it's Super Bowl home, it's new home, and it's pewter. How are you going to call the top three, Tim? Uh, one will be Super Bowl. Two would be pewter. Not sure on three at the moment. Okay, Gary, what do you reckon? Uh, all Pewter, number one. Super yeah. Bowl, number two. And then the new home one, number and three. new, new home, home number one. three. Yeah, sorry, yeah. 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 yeah, I'll go for that. Okay, here we go, guys. Drum roll. There you go. Oh, so number nice. three is the new uniforms in Home and Pewter. Number two, the Super Bowl 37 era, Home and Pewter new. You know, 0.03 out of 10 between them. Um, I think it's fair to say they're both really popular. Um, and, you know, if you look at them, you can just see how similar it really is. I mean, apart from the flag on the helmet, I'm struggling to see any difference. Yeah, subtle differences around the collar and, you know, little bits of trim, but nothing really. But that's where we were great in that uniform. Absolutely. So why shouldn't we go back to it? Unfortunately, though, Tim, it's the uh, the guys wearing it, not the uh, thing. Uh, absolutely. But this year will be different if we get out there. But don't forget also, I mentioned the branding earlier, how yeah. the Bucks have totally redone um, both club areas. The whole of one book place, when they changed it before, they did a massive amount of changing of everywhere you go from yeah. the main entrance, from all the insets, every, every logo for every door for the pool tables or plates. To change that again is just not going to happen. They had to stick with something close to the red. Well, it's interesting you say that because I think what shocked me in a really nice way about playing at Tottenham was how it much it looked like a home game. I mean, the whole stadium was... Well, you know, you've got to think this is a team that plays in blue and white normally, Spurs, um, and the whole stadium looked red. Yeah, but... Well, the, the, the actual main stadium, all the seats and everything, mm. is grey, isn't it? It's actually mm. it's very close to pewter. You've also got to remember, Kieran, it was designed with the NFL in in mind. So, you know, ease of change is is going to be one of the things that they sort of designed into it. So it'd be interesting to see how well the uh, the new the new uniform, the home one, sells. Because I think, you know, as long as people are going around in pewter pants, then clearly it's going to be popular. So, yeah, so, so no surprise there. Number one in our list, a massive 8.7 out of 10. Um, and uh, if you can read that in, in line of 48.5%, so nearly half of our members gave it 10 out of 10. Um, and everyone else, pretty much apart from three people, gave it 7, 8 or 9 out of 10 as well. 
We don't forget it's new, it's fresh, it's vibrant, and we haven't lost in it yet. <laughs> well, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yeah. You, I just, you, you, put, you put that next to the old red colour rash and you would see a massive difference. You know, it is so much better, this shirt. So much cleaner. Well, that's what I was going to say, because, you know, one, one person's colour rush in red is another person's colour rush in pewter. Yeah. yeah. But well, I think it all just rubs off the general excitement of the off-season, everything mm. that's happened. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I love both the colour rushes, though. I thought the red was fantastic. I think the pewter is fantastic. I was certainly one of those who voted it uh, 10 out of 10. And, um, yeah, I think, I'm hoping, this is going to be the Brady jersey. That, that's what I've ordered and, um, and some of the things I've said about Brady in the past you can see that I'm definitely fickle and um, I'm turning with the tide um, and, when it, and when it arrives in, uh, in, in March of next year I will uh, very much enjoy wearing my Brady jersey As soon as he became a Buccaneer anything Brady bad words went out of the window That's exactly it Whoever's playing in a jersey gets us Absolutely, you support your team yeah, I Very couldn't true. agree more, and I was—I uh, spent twenty years hating him. Even yeah. Sabi Pescatelli. <laughs> <laughs> oh, careful! Let's not—let's not use. Yeah, there are some, Dave. Be careful now. <laughs> so, what did our members think of the uniform? So, as well as voting, we asked them to give their comments, and um, so Jonathan Orbel uh, said, even though the cream is seen as being the loser's uniform, there's no doubt that it was a thing of beauty, and I'd love to have, to have come back in some form with the new jerseys. So yeah, so clearly there was a, there was a he's wearing the colour rush with that lovely Bucks UK patch, uh, but clearly there's a lot of love for those creamsicles. And we also heard from Neil Ferguson there with his family, love the orange and bucko Bruce, and I think the new uniform is a definite improvement on the alarm clock numbers uh, of the last few years. So I think yeah, that's absolutely another one. And Reese Beavis, Reese said, never been a huge fan of the cream school jerseys we had. My personal favourite was the Super Bowl winning season uniforms, which is why I love the new ones, especially the all white and the all pewter. So someone likes playing all in white. Um, yeah. Reese, that's it. You can, when we're on the away, you can be the entire away contingent. And, uh, and then lastly, I think from Stuart, uh, loving the new pewter jersey, can't decide between Brady, Gronk, White, Godwin or Evans. So the obvious answer, Stuart, is you have to buy all five. Yeah. Uh, it's like um, Craig David, you know, I'm wearing a white on Monday. And I'm not going to sing anymore. Uh, that would definitely go really, really wrong. So that was it from our members. Uh, I think, um, yeah, this really, you know, some surprise. I think you probably could have predicted that the pewter one was up there. But I just kind of, I'm just still shocked about how little love there was for the last uniform. I mean, so I, 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 I'm not surprised, Kieran. As soon as it was launched, there was bad press straight away and that never really went away. In the last, what was it, seven years or so, it's, it's been live. Yeah, I mean, it, when it first came out, it got really bad press. And I think yeah. everyone learned to live with it. In the end, it mm. wasn't that bad. But I think we were all ready to move on. We, yeah, we I think that when it changed. You summed it up there, Dave. We got used to it. That's all. Yeah. I mean, they changed to that uniform in 2014. So because of the five-year rule, this was the first time they could actually change it. The fact that they've taken that opportunity to change it as soon as possible, that tells you what they thought of it. And they did say, didn't they, when they brought this new uniform out, we've listened to the fans. 
but half the fans were screaming creamsicle and the other half were screaming red and then somewhere in the choir in the background was a harmony of pewter yeah. uh, we're lucky but we I didn't think, end up I with think... orange and pewter Dave summed it up with the, the red is the glazer's uh, the glazer's colour. They they weren't about when the uh, the orange. I've never never liked the word creamsicle when the orange um, kit was about. So red is their colour. Red is what they've gone back to. Okay, well there you have it. So closing words. Just tell us then what your favourite uniform of all of them. Then um, Tim, what would your Super number Bowl one be? Jersey. Super Bowl always will be. Gary, what would your favourite represented? Um, yeah, well, I, I can concur with that, but I must confess, I do love the all pewter. Nice. And David? Yep, Super Bowl jersey all the way. Just for tonight. As modelled. Yeah, I think, I think my favourite one, if I was going to pick, would actually be those orange pants and the white top. But uh, that, what do I know? Um, you only have to listen to my taste in music to know why I, I think about these things. <laughs> So that's, um, that's our episode on uniforms, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about rivalries uh, and grudge matches and which teams you like and which teams you maybe don't like so much, um, and maybe the ones you like playing and, and why you like playing them. So we'll hear about that. Thank you very much to Gary, to Tim, and to David. Um, do listen on YouTube. Do click and subscribe to us. Uh, if you don't want to listen on YouTube and you're on the move somewhere, you can go through Anchor, you can go through Spotify, you can go through iTunes and a whole raft of uh, podcasting platforms. Uh, sign up to the forum, get involved and follow us all on social media. Um, you know, that'd be really good to, to, to connect with you all. And, uh, and again, so send us your videos. So it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from all these guys. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you all soon.